we've identified some of these changes that are taking place over a period of time, the ways in which people perceive the UK as being multicultural, as being racist at different times, and that there are different ways of effecting change. How do people give expression to their perception of these changes and also of ethnic diversity within the UK? If you look around everywhere, you'll see people from different races, different cultures. So I do think that it has become more uh, multiracial. I think it's a good thing because it's an integration of cultures, yeah. You learn about each other, yes. Yeah? So you, you can understand each other, you get to know each other. I see myself as a Pakistani English, yeah. But I'm, I'm not sure if other people see me like that. Majority of people, they are united together more. I feel more comfortable than when I came here in 1959. You couldn't talk to anybody on the street, say hello and so on. These voices reflect changes over time, changes in perception in the UK in the post-war period, but also a tension between how people might want to see themselves and how they're seen by others. How do you think this indicates the way in which the UK is evolving at this point? Well, I think it's really very uncertain about what the long-term outcome will be, because as you see from those voices and other voices we've heard in this programme, there are different accents, you know, there are different perspectives on that future. I mean, there are those people who are bound to feel threatened by multiculturalism, how they understand themselves, how they understand British history, very much encouraged by what they learned in school and by the sort of image of the British way of life which has surrounded them for a long time. They really think that they're losing their place in the sun and some people may resign themselves to that. But a lot of other people, there are lots of more oppressed white working-class lads who don't have much future, who haven't picked up many skills at school, you know, who see bright black boys and girls beginning to make it up the ladder, very ambitious, wanting to get into the media or get into fashion or get into music, they feel left behind. There's a tremendous amount of resentment which could accumulate and really help to foster a kind of residual nationalism of a racist kind. That's one possibility which is still on the cards in Britain. Another is you, you see in the accent and idiom of that boy who thinks of himself as British Pakistani. And there are a lot of people now, especially younger people in the ethnic minorities, who think of themselves as hyphenated. They think that they have a real stake in British society. Many of them are born educated here. They don't intend going any other place. So what Britain becomes is of absolutely central importance. And they call themselves British. But they know they've become British by a very different route from an ordinary person who's lived beneath the white cliffs of Dover from ever since. So they want to represent that diversity by a sort of multiplicity of identities or points of identification. Black British, British Asian, British Pakistani catches this doubleness of identity. And the question is whether Britain is going to be a sufficiently loose, open, tolerant and accepting society which can, as it were, live with these varieties of differences, all of them calling themselves in some funny way British. That would be 
a tremendous development. If you think of what Britain was in the 19th century, the center of the British Empire, greatness identified with whiteness and Europeanness and Englishness, etc., becoming in a century a place where a guy who is black Pakistani or a young woman who is Jamaican British can feel herself just at home in Coventry or Birmingham as a white person, that would be a tremendous cultural revolution. It would be a completely different society from the society that we've lived in so far. And there's no easy path to that, and that is certainly not bound to happen, but we are a sort of turning point where Britain needs to decide whether that is the kind of future it wants. There is the suggestion here in our discussion that it would be possible to make these changes, and you've actually suggested some of the ways in which these could be effected in terms of political action, institutional action, and through agency at all different levels in society. It's also the case, though, I think that our discussion has shown that there is a tension between a Britain where there is cultural diversity, celebration, carnival, and also deeply embedded racism, which makes it impossible for people at this point to have much autonomy in determining their own identities as black British. There's that kind of tension between these two. But I think the way in which we've explored this subject of race and ethnicity in the contemporary UK indicates that there are changes taking place and that those changes reflect the ways in which agencies impact on structures. Stuart Hall, thank you very much. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.